listening to the Link Through Social Tech and App Show on Listen Up Talk Radio. Yep, we talk apps, we talk social media, and we talk tech every week. Now here's your host, Paul Wright. All right, here and welcome to another edition of the Link Through Social Media Tech and App Show on Listen Up Talk Radio. We encourage you to interact and keep the conversation going on Twitter using hashtag LTS Radio. We want to hear from you, so tweet your comments, questions, and show ideas. Let's build our online community. Joining us on today's show will be Karen Walker from Swagger Tags and Melissa Lim from the app Mobile Sleep Dock. Plus, our social shout out of the week, LTS Radio will be back after this. The music you'll hear on Out of the Blue will be jazz for the most part. No specific styles or genres. Every piece of music is handpicked to deliver quality performances. Out of the Blue can be heard on rtds.ca, live Mondays, 1 to 3 p.m., and encore performances Tuesday to Friday, anytime on demand. It's the true spirit of jazz, a touch of everything and then some. Thanks for listening. I'm Larry Green. Welcome back to the Link Through Social Media Tech and App Show. Hey, developers, got a cool app you'd like us to review? Get in touch with us on Twitter at Link Through Social. That's L I N K T H R U Social, or at Listen Up Talk. And now back to the show. Welcome back to LTS Radio, where we chat about tech, apps, social media, and the latest gadgets. I'm joined, as always, by producer Todd Miller. How are you today, Todd? Morning, Paul. Happy to be comic relief, as always, on this show. (laughs) Well, glad to have you. Glad to have you. And yeah, we have two uh, really good guests uh, today. I'm really looking forward uh, to today's show. Yes, uh, an app and uh, something that I could probably use, a tag that can help me potentially identify where I've left anything. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Our first guest is entrepreneur Karen Walker, um, who has a practical and really cool product called Swagger Tags, a multi-purpose identification tag. Welcome to the show, uh, Karen. Thanks very much. Yes. Uh, tell, tell me something, Karen. How, how did you come up with this, uh, this cool idea of swagger tags? Well, I actually came up with the idea quite a while ago when my daughter was in kindergarten and starting school. Um, of course, she had to have a backpack, and um, I wanted to put something on it because she, of course, picked probably the most popular backpack in its time. So when she showed up at school, there were three other girls in her class with the exact same one and much more in the school. So it occurred to me, how was she going to really know it was her backpack? And if she left it somewhere, how would a teacher or another parent know? So I started trying to find something and I went all over town looking for things and I couldn't find what I wanted. And then um, I 
I started looking at all kinds of luggage tags and and uh, you know, anything else that people would put on bags. And I found a lot of options, but I just didn't find anything that I really, really thought was great. Something that she would like yes. and something that, that did the job that I wanted it to do. Wonderful, wonderful. Now, um, you've uh, you've come up with this uh, whole line, uh, and I've, I've gone on your website, which is... Um, is is really uh, really cool actually uh now you you definitely make these uh uh to last you know um what what uh, what precautions have you made so these uh, these uh, swagger tags can uh, endure all the uh, <laughs> bouncing around and the elements uh, that are uh, um, with us here in canada well, it was important to me when I made this that it was something that you could throw on a kid's backpack or another bag and forget about it. Right. You don't have to be worried about um, you know it unscrewing or coming apart. Um, so I wanted to do, use quality materials. I also had it in mind that um, you know if it was put on a, a diaper bag or or something or or you had a pet around that if it was possible that they might put it in their mouth so i wanted to make sure that the plastics i used were food grade all right yes good good idea sure now uh swagger tags are, are, are great for knapsacks like we were talking about uh, also luggage uh what are, what other options uh, have your customers used uh, these swagger tags for well, it's always surprising to find out what they, they put it on. Um, I've seen them on um, uh, dog leashes, uh, especially with dog walker. You know, if they have a dog walker, they want to make sure that they get the right leash at the end of the day. Um, on medical devices, um, you know, if people have things that they need to take with them, um, little anakits or, um, you know, larger contraptions, um, that it's it's good for that as well. Um, Terrific. It's great for kids who um, have some special needs, such as autism, um, who tend to forget things. You know, they get refocused very quickly on yes. something else, and um, it's not uncommon for them to leave their belongings behind. So pretty well anything from a tote bag um, to, uh, well, uh, you know, camp equipment. Sure. Uh, anything that you take with you that you want to make sure has got your personal information on it. Well, Todd, do you, are you coming up with some ideas here for these swagger tags? Well, you know, as a, as a former uh, globetrotter, I would travel quite a bit, and uh, I, I searched for all manner of, of tags that would... Uh, make my bag look a little different than everybody else's because you're you're staring at the conveyor belt and all the bags are coming down and they're all black, you yeah. know. So I would try and get a different colored one. Then I would see three of those and then you know neon tags. But they're all at the end of the day they're all very flimsy, and and they can come uh, unattached very easily. And as we were just told, you can't really see your personal information unless it's open, which is kind of cool. You're not putting your yeah. address on display. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, uh, I noticed on your website, uh, Karen, um, that giving back is, is very important to you. Um, tell us about some of the initiatives you're doing uh, through the Swagger Tags. Well, I'm, I'd like to uh, give money to a charity that, that speaks to me, and that's um, Autism Speaks. Mm -hmm. um, as I mentioned, I think the product is great for, for kids with special needs, and that happens to be something that speaks to me. Yes, um, yes. I've also done uh, work with, um, with uh, Scouts 
Canada. Oh, right. Yes. And um, so you can buy Swagger Tags at any of the Scout stores across Canada. Um, and it's a great initiative. My own son was part of Scouts, and he absolutely really enjoyed his time with them. Um, so I, I, you know, and, and I, I did that at a, a reduced price for them. Um, oh, okay. Yes. No, no, that's uh, that's very admirable. I, absolutely. Now, now um, as far as social media is uh, concerned, uh, what role has, has social media had in the uh, in the growth of uh, Swagger Tags? Well, it's um, it's it's good and bad. It takes way more time than um, than I first initially thought. It is something that you really have to stay on top of and uh, work at. And I don't think that I've mastered it by any any means. Um, but I do try to be out there. I'm fairly active on Facebook. Um, you know, I have some other accounts, like I have Instagram and things, and I'd love to to do more with that, but I haven't. Um, and I'm fairly active on Twitter and Pinterest. Um, Pinterest being a great media uh, outlet for a product to, to get the word out. Oh, for sure. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now, just uh, one last question, because we uh, we have to wrap things up. Um, that uh, I understand that you uh, offer a range of custom branding uh, options. If you want to yeah, just touch on that briefly. For camps, for um, for clubs and teams, uh, things like that, because you customize the the swagger tag with your own image, it's perfect for putting in logos. So um, I've done a number of different things, as I mentioned, Scouts Canada, but I've also um, partnered with some schools and some some summer camps, um, because of course they all have an interest in making sure that that um, kids' articles do get back to them at the end of the day. Um, and so it's a great, uh, fairly inexpensive uh, branding opportunity for them. Mm -hmm. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, I, I love the product. Uh, I uh, encourage everyone to go to uh, swaggertag.com. Uh, we'll put the links up on our Facebook page as well uh, for everyone out there at LTS Radio. Uh, you can follow um, Karen on Twitter at swaggertag and on Facebook at facebook.com slash Swagger Tag. Karen, thank you very much for joining us today and uh, all the best with uh, your product. And I, I look forward to uh, seeing uh, um, possibly more products coming uh, from uh, Swagger Tag in the future. Well, thanks so much. Have a wonderful day. LTS Radio is going to take a short break and we'll be back after this. Buying or selling a home, condo, or investment property may be one of the largest transactions you'll ever make. It's important to gather as much information as you can, and preferably from experienced, successful professionals. When it comes time to make your move, call the Mulholland Ross Real Estate Team with Keller Williams Real Estate Service at 416-230-8500 or visit www.realestatetoronto.com. Whether you're making your first move or selling your much-loved family home, the Mulholland Ross Team offers over 26 years of real estate sales and service across the GTA. Listen every Sunday at 4 p.m. here on Radio That Doesn't Suck to hear the team share advice and information that will assist you with your personal wealth through real estate. Questions or topics you'd like to see covered? Email info at realestatetoronto.com or call the Mulholland Ross team at 416-230-8500. Welcome back to the Link Through Social Media Tech and App Show, where we talk about, you know, social media, we talk about apps, and we also talk about cool technology. 
Perhaps you've got a cool piece of technology that you want us to review. Get in touch on Twitter at Link Through Social or at Listen Up Talk. And now back to the show. Welcome back to LTS Radio on Listen Up Talk. And you know, we always love to review and talk about the latest apps, Todd. Um, we have a, a special guest uh, joining us now, all the way from San Francisco, California. It's Melissa Lim, and she uh, has a really neat product. It's an app called the Mobile Sleep Dock, and you can find that on mobilesleepdock.com. Welcome to the show, Melissa. Hi, thank you so much for asking me. Oh, my pleasure. I was uh, I actually came across this uh, uh, app a, a couple of weeks ago on Twitter and uh, started to do a little research on it. And uh, I did download it. Um, and just just to let uh, everyone know that the, the mobile sleep doc, uh, doc app was created to help people with sleep disorders such as sleep apnea and insomnia. And, you know, many people suffer from these problems but may not have access uh, to the help they need. Um, so before we start talking about uh, the app, uh, Melissa, uh, tell us a little bit about your professional uh, background. Right. Well, I'm actually a, a specialist in pulmonary medicine, sleep disorders, and critical care. Mm -hmm. um, and this, uh, you know, triumvirate uh, specialty has been, you know, something of a great interest uh, to me over uh, 20 years. And in my sleep practice, uh, gosh, I've, I've probably treated hundreds of sleep patients and read literally thousands of sleep studies over the past 20 years. Wow. Mm -hmm. Interesting. No, that's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a big problem for a lot of people, myself included. Uh, I, uh, I've, uh, I've had issues uh, in the past uh, and, and some currently uh, with sleeping. H how about you, Todd? Are you uh, normally a good sleeper when you're not uh, eating uh, too late? So I heard uh, through the grapevine there. <laughs> well, uh, of late, yes, because I've started to take care of my weight and, and exercising again. So I am feeling better and I am sleeping well. But I do suffer from sleep apnea and I do have the CPAP machine, which I am hoping to ditch within the next month. That is my goal is to get to the uh, point where I, do, I no longer need it because I find it's uncomfortable and you're flipping and flopping but uh, as I'm, I'm, I'm have to be honest I'm filling out the survey in the app as we talk oh wonderful wonderful well the mobile sleep doc it asks questions about your sleep uh, you know and based on your answers determines whether you show signs of sim uh, or symptoms of common sleep disorders uh, you can store your answers on the app and share them later you know to your um, you know your healthcare uh, provider uh, now the mobile sleep doc also includes several therapies that guide you to better sleep. Uh, can you talk a little bit about those, Melissa? Yeah, actually, um, the, the app screens for the two most common sleep disorders um, that we see in the office, um, obstructive sleep apnea and insomnia. Insomnia actually is even more common than obstructive sleep apnea because wow. we estimate that about a third of the population has problems sleeping at some point in their lives. Mm -hmm. And for 10%, it's really a persistent problem. So, you know, as I was seeing patients over the years, I noticed that we were giving a lot of, you know, behavioral uh, uh, treatment prescriptions to, to patients. And so I thought it would be great to be able to give those tools to more people. Yes. So the app actually um, 
takes people through the two most common um, behavioral sleep programs that we actually use in the office. Um, the first being a stimulus control therapy, and, and that is really just the five principles. We, I, we put them in the app so people could refer to them anytime they want, so they can just pull them up right on the app and, and remind themselves of what those guiding principles are. Mm -hmm. And then um, the app contains a sleep log tool so users can monitor their um, their sleep behaviors at what time they got into bed, what time they got up, et cetera. And then uh, based on how that data looked, the app will then um, recommend whether or not the person should go on to the second form of sleep um, behavioral therapy for insomnia, which would be sleep restriction therapy, um, uh -huh. and that is where we, uh, you know, tell people not to. We guide people into not spending too much time lingering in the bed, not sleeping. Okay, I um, see. Yeah. And the form, the form of um, sleep restriction therapy that we put in the app, we 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 kind of call it sleep restriction therapy light, because um, it really is restricting people to a seven-hour uh, time frame. And when you're working with a with a provider in the office. Of course, you, it, it might be even more strict, like six hours or five hours. Oh, okay, right. And people can feel maybe worse before they feel better. So mm. in, under those circumstances, it might be better to be working with a provider. Um, but for people who have more mild you know, forms of insomnia that would respond well to a lighter version of the treatment, the app has it right there so you can try it. Yeah, it's it's no, it's a really uh, it's a well thought out, well put together uh, app. Now, I, I'm just looking at some of the other features, uh, such as you know, it, it can help you locate the uh, the closest uh, sleep centers yeah. uh, that are, are near to you. You know, using uh, your location, um, uh -huh. and uh, that's uh, that's a, a great idea, and um, the uh, the easy to use. Uh, um, uh, manual for for logging uh, your sleep, uh, you know, eliminates all the the paper based based uh, logs, and um, I found it very you know easy to um, uh, navigate through, and uh, it was um, it, it's it's a really good app. You know, I, I, I'm noticing now, uh, Melissa, you know, you're, you're a healthcare professional, um, that a lot of apps are coming out um, in the health uh, and wellness uh, field now. Uh, you know, some are good, some are bad. Um, but I, I, I see, you know, a positive, uh, uh, a real positive trend for, for healthy apps. And, yes. you know, it, it um, a lot of people, I guess, uh, sometimes, uh, you know, suffer through problems for a long time without going to, uh, uh, you know, a physician uh, when when they really should be. And uh, I think these apps, um, you know, can't really, uh, you know, totally 100% replace going to a, a physician, but it, it can help you identify problems, and and that's what what I uh, and, and, and seek uh, treatment or help uh, and, and that's what I really like about these these health apps I'm, that I'm are, are coming at, out onto the market. I'm looking at this app mm -hmm. and it's now just said oh I found that you're wearing a Fitbit so I've connected my Fitbit which is great because now it can automatically yes, monitor my sync. sleep yes. mm -hmm. and I see uh -huh. this as a tool where you would want to use it for you know, a couple of weeks or a month before you go see your doctor. So you're bringing some hard data with you to have that start, right. to start that discussion with your GP or your doctor, your sleep clinic about, I might have a problem. What do you think, Melissa? Yeah, actually, one of the one of the criticisms of some of these um, fitness uh, apps and health apps is that it's giving people information, but not really 
telling people what it means. There's no context. Right, right. And so I, in, even in my own practice, encourage um, people to, you know, use fitness trackers, uh, whether it's the app by itself or with their uh, wearables. And uh, we did design this latest version of Mobile Sleep Doc to sync with a Fitbit server so that if you have a Fitbit account, um, you can go through the app, get your data, and then your data from the Fitbit server will actually uh, populate our sleep reports. Um, and then the if you bring those, you can actually, um, uh, I don't know if you can see, you can actually um, upload those uh, and send them to yourself from the app, um, or you can send them to your doctor from the app, or you can actually just bring your smartphone to your doctor's visit and um, show your doctor those sleep reports and then make some sense of it. Yeah, I see that. You can uh, upload your profile, too. You can send it through email yeah. if you want. It's a wonderful-looking tool. Yeah, it really, it really is, Todd. And uh, and with, here's another thing I, I like. It, it contains a, a library of meditations and music. Yeah. Uh, to help you relax uh, enough uh, to fall asleep, um, that that's something I uh, I really uh, find helpful to me, is um, uh, you know some uh, very relaxing music or or soundscapes you know that are in the background. Uh, I, I put my earbuds on and uh, I find that very helpful as well. Yeah, we're listening to one right now as we speak. <laughs> it's the waves. There we go. Yeah. Oh, come on. Well, we have to finish the show, Todd. I don't want to fall asleep. Okay, yeah. <laughs> well, we, actually, uh, we have a couple of Bay Area musicians that uh, uh, contributed exclusive pieces uh, for the app. We feel oh, really wonderful. lucky about that and hope that we can, that's a feature that we can expand on. For sure. Well, uh, Melissa, um, viewers or, sorry, listeners can go uh, to. Uh, um, to your uh, website, which is mobilesleepdoc.com. We'll put the links on our Facebook page as well. Uh, follow you on Twitter at mobilesleepdoc. And uh, of course, the app is on iTunes. Do you have an Android version for this yet, or um, just, we, we um, don't? Uh, we, you know, we had an earlier version where there was an Android. Um, version of it, but uh, with this latest remodel, um, we really focused on the iOS development, sure. but we certainly hope to have um, an Android uh, version of it in the very near future so that it is something on our um, on our plan. Perfect. Yep. So go, uh, all Apple users out there, go to, uh, the, um, uh, to the iStore and pick it up. Um, you can also get it on your iPad. That's another thing that's oh. Android phone users. Good point. Um, good point. So iPad and uh, on your uh, iPhone. So uh, visit mobilesleepdoc.com with all the links. And uh, Melissa, I really appreciate you uh, joining us today. Thank you very much. It's a wonderful app, and we encourage all our listeners uh, to check it out. Great. Thank you so much for your interest, Paul and Todd. And no problem. And it's free, so go grab it. <laughs> LTS Radio is going to take a short break, and we'll be back after this. This week's social media shout-out goes out to Joanne Suppressi. Joanne is a life coach for 20 years, specializing in emotional healing and relationships, and she's also a Reiki master. And 
has a really good Twitter tweet chat. I've participated in it in the past, and uh, it's just recently um, uh, started up again. It's on Mondays at 12 p.m. Eastern, and it's called Inspire Chat. So use the hashtag Inspire Chat on Twitter and follow along. It's from 12 to 1. It's a great chat, great group of people each week. They um, have a topic of the week which they... Uh, um, discuss and it's uh, a really uh, a great crowd so I encourage everyone to check out hashtag inspire chat Mondays 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and you can follow Joanne on Twitter at Joanne Suppressi and her website is joannesuppressi.com that's C-I-P-R-E-S-S-I well, that concludes this edition of the Link Through Social Media Tech and App Show. Thank you so much for joining us. Please share and spread the word about our show and continue the conversation on Twitter using hashtag LTS Radio. You can follow me at Link Through THRU Social and make sure you send in your questions, comments, and show ideas. We'll see you next Thursday at 3 and 8 p.m. Eastern on Listen Up Talk Radio. Have a wonderful week.